Hello guys and welcome back to Just Be. And today we're going to be talking about money, budgeting. I'm in my budgeting era and everyone who knows me knows that I struggle a lot with money, saving, all that stuff. So I'm going to tell you guys what I'm doing. I'm not going to tell you guys that this is the exact thing to do and this is what you have to do to work for you, but I'm going to share what I'm doing because I'm very excited and I'm very proud of myself for doing it. And I just kind of want to talk about like my struggle with saving money and stuff. And I don't know. I think it's something interesting. I think I have some interesting insight about it. And I've learned a lot recently and throughout the years kind of being bad at spending money. It's taught me a lot. (laughs) Um, So I kind of want to talk about that today. I wanted to have more of like a lighter topic and I'll actually kind of start this podcast off with like a funny story. So I'm going to this podcast and I'm like, all right, today I want to talk about something a little bit more light, but so still substantial. You know what I mean? I I guess I wouldn't say light because it's not talking about makeup or, you know, fashion or whatever the hell. It's talking about like money. So I was thinking either like maybe religion, politics, money, something kind of more objective. I feel like that's the better word for it. Uh, because last week I talked about vulnerability and I feel like as much as it's interesting to get yourself thinking about that stuff and obviously what I was saying was coming from my experience, right? But I kind of was just thinking, obviously, as much as it's beautiful, which was the entire point of the podcast, was that, you know, an ever-changing definition of how you feel about things is so cool and so important to reflect on for yourself and reflect on your personal experiences. But the reason we interact with people, the reason that we consume things is also to learn lessons from people's experiences and whatnot. So it's also important to just be like, hey, this is what I did with money, right? Because we're talking about money today. And this is my experience being bad at saving money. And this is what I learned from it. And this is how I'm making solutions. So this is just kind of something I want to do today because I was kind of in the mood to just share share some insight that I have and some experiences and you can get whatever you want out of it. I mean, hey. But also in the future, I was thinking, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of funny that I equated like talking about money with religion, but in the same sense that I could talk about, you know, my experience with religion and I don't know how that how religion has come into my life and what I've learned from it and where I'm at now type of thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of, that was my thought process. So I wanted something along those lines, kind of share a story, share my story, and you can take what you want out of it. And I'm going to tell you what I got out of it. So that's that. That's kind of why I landed on talking about money today. But if I'm telling the truth right now, here's the thing. Sat down one o'clock in the afternoon, right? to record a podcast and I'm like I kind of knew what I wanted to do right just told you my thought process on that and I kind of sat there I was like oh it'd be really fun to talk about my time being at Fordham like I'm almost done you know I could talk about the school I could talk about the different schools in New York and the vibes and kind of give some leeway with that and then um 
maybe I could go into things I've learned academically or things I've learned in an academic setting that have taught me things about the professional setting or whatever, right? So I was, oh, also like a big part of that, in my opinion, is like dorming. And so I started this podcast, right? Because I was like, oh, this is a cool little topic. You know, I don't need to wait till finals to necessarily do that, right? You know, whatever. These are all the things going through my mind. And so I start recording this. And currently, which you can probably tell because it's very echoey, I'm in a study room in the library. But uh, when I sat down at one o'clock in the afternoon, because I've been recording these in my room for the past few podcasts or whatever, um, it's a little noisy. Yeah, the train's noisy. People are noisy. Door is slamming. Whatever, whatever. But whatever, right? Usually it's not that bad, especially because it's one in the afternoon. People are at classes, whatever. So I'm recording this podcast about my experience, right? And I'm talking about classes and dorming and whatever. I'm starting there. Kind of the simple stuff. And my neighbors start screaming. Like screaming bloody murder screaming, right? And so I, in the podcast, I was like, oh, this is a sign from the fucking universe that I need to talk about this. So then I started talking about like, I'm in the dorms, like whatever, this is like kind of the dorming life and whatever. I kind of moved the conversation from classes to dorming. And then since they were screaming, right? Then they start playing like legit clubbing music. I shit you not, it is four o'clock. No, 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 it's four o'clock now. It was one o'clock in the afternoon when I was recording this on a fucking Monday. Are you going to the club on a fucking Monday? That's crazy. That's actually crazy. Obviously they were not clubbing. They're kind, you know what? I'm gonna stop myself here. I am a little riled up by that still. I just took two hours and I did my political review. I actually color-coded my entire Google Calendar. That was really fun for me. I've decompressed a bit, but holy shit, that was insane. So I literally packed my podcast stuff up. I booked a um, study room in the library. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with this. I'm getting so mad. In the podcast, I was like, oh, like, this is funny. Like, this is a sign from the universe. Like, oh, this is, this, it's time. I should talk about this, right? I should teach you guys, like, how, or tell you guys how I went about dealing with my noisy neighbors, whatever. And then I just realized it is way too fresh of a wound to kind of get into roommates and um, neighbors. And, you know, I am still a little irritated. And I think that I was getting so angry because I literally couldn't even hear myself speak because of the clubbing music. Like, it was funny for five seconds when I was recording the podcast, but then I was like, oh, wow. Okay. No, I'm angry. Like, I cannot focus. I cannot hear myself speak. And then I was like, oh, my God. This is literally what I have to, like, go to bed to on, like, a Wednesday night. Okay, and then I'm just, like, actually getting mad. And I'm just like, okay, okay, let's walk out. Let's make a reservation to the library. Let's not be in here because this is not okay. Anyway, that's just my story to tell you how we got here. I decided I would love to give all my insight because I do have a lot of good insight after this year in all of those senses. And I am very eager to talk about it. 
And I mostly was kind of excited to share my stuff about like what I've learned from college in a more professional sense because I just think that's a really cool thing to talk about. Um, but I'm not doing that today. Mama got a little too riled up um, chatting while clubbing music was playing at literally one o'clock in the afternoon on Monday. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about budgeting today. I am so excited about this. I guess I'll first start with the fact that I genuinely have never known how to use money. And so I guess I'll start as soon as I got a job. I got a job as soon as I could possibly get a job. And I want to say I was like 12 or 13 when I started working for like my family friend's local restaurant. And I had so much fun doing that. It was awesome for me because I I was young. Again, I was 12 or 13. And I didn't have like a fear of missing out. You're 12 or 13. You're not doing stuff with your friends every day in the summer, you know, like. So being able to just kind of dishwash and be introduced to the restaurant business and learn responsibility and also just have your own money. That's so exciting. I loved, loved, loved working at that age. And I stand by this. Once my kids, oh my gosh, I am totally going to have my kids have some sort of, not like a job at 12 or 13. I don't think, I don't know. It's not legal, but I would say something, uh, maybe chores around the house, anything where here's your own money, you're going to learn how to delegate it. You know, if you want something fun and you want to do this and that with it, then you have to save it to get it. You know what I mean? I love that. And I had so much fun with it and I saved my money. I got all cash. So I would put it in this little tiny box. I'm like picturing it now. It's my parents got it for me. My, if my dad's watching right now or listening, whatever, I know he knows what I'm talking about. It's like a black and white, like paisley print little lockbox. And I would put all my money in that lockbox. And by the end of the summer, I had like $600. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so much money. Like let's start a bank account. And I'm pretty sure I started a bank account like a little while after that. But Yeah, so that was my introduction to having some money. But before that, I had always been a little bit uncomfortable asking for things. I never really asked for a ton of things for my parents. I never would ask for them to buy me things. If I wanted something, I was always really good. And if I wanted clothes, I've always loved buying clothes. It's just so fun for me as a little girl and as still a little girl right now. But um, I, if I wanted clothes, I would buy it with my Christmas money or my birthday money. And before that, you don't really need things. You know what I mean? You don't need a lot of things. You want stupid shit like clothes and whatever. And so, I don't know, at a certain age, I just started using my own money to buy clothes because I liked it. You know what I mean? If, if, I, if I didn't have any clothes... Obviously, clothes are a need to an extent. But, like, dude, I didn't need the clothes that I wanted. You know what I mean? So, like, obviously, if I didn't have a pair of jeans, I'd be like, hey, I don't have a pair of jeans that fits me. 
mom, dad, will you take me to the mall and can we get a pair of jeans? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a need. You know what I mean? But if I wanted these fancy pants, Lululemon leggings, that's what I would buy for myself. I never was like, mom, dad, will you buy me this fancy pair of Jordans or whatever. That's just how I worked. Not saying good, bad, whatever. That's just what I did. And um, so, yeah, that was, I think it's funny to kind of reflect on that because I was kind of weary of spending money at that point, you know? And again, this is just a brief introduction to having money. At this point, I was 12 or 13, right? And before that, all I had was birthday money. So now I'm having like a little bit of money to kind of play around with. You know, now I have a few shifts a week at this cute little breakfast place and I have birthday money and Christmas money. And still then, I was very good with it. It was exciting to me to save money. And then when I turned 14, so I want to say this is 8th grade, freshman year. I worked there for a while, but this started 8th grade, freshman year-ish. I worked at this Greek restaurant, and it was good. You know, I, I I learned a lot about the restaurant industry, and... I had money coming into a bank account now. So now we're not talking, I have a little treasure chest in my room. No, we're talking like big girl money. You know, now you have a debit card. And this debit card is only the money that you are making. And now you can make purchases online. And you don't need to go through your parents and pay them back in cash. It's not It's not what it used to be, right? So now I, I know a lot of parents do things differently when their kids start making income. But for my parents, it was like, hey, you're making your money. You get your money, you know? And so it was never, it was never like, you save this much, you Like, no, like my parents, I've also been very independent my entire life. And they were kind of, they trust me. You know what? Like, it's your money and you're an independent girl. You're a smart girl. You do your thing. You do your thing, boo. And so... That's what I did, and um, I would make money, and I didn't have anything to. Sp- I didn't have any real responsibilities, and I didn't. At that point, you're not thinking about buying a car or anything. You're a freshman, right? And so, okay, I would just buy clothes and 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 more clothes, and I didn't care about saving money at all. And so, yes, I was working, but I never saved a dime of it. I just was not saving money. I was just spending it and you make money to spend it. And at that age, you're supposed to make mistakes and learn what is viable and what's not to spend your money on. But I just wasn't really, I wasn't really doing anything or buying anything substantial. And because I never really did that trial and error thing with my parents where I, I, you know, I didn't ask for things for my parents. So I never really understood what was a bad purchase and what wasn't because with your parents who know way more about money and obviously have real things to worry about paying for right like they have kids they have sports they have mortgages and rent and whatnot you know what I mean like obviously they've been doing this for what 30 40 50 years right like they know how shit works and so because I was like scared of asking my parents for things and I never really asked them for things, I never 
really got shot down when I did because if I did, it was like when I needed it, right? And when I wanted something and I asked for them, I would always pay them back in cash. So it was like, yeah, if you want to spend your money on this, do it. You know what I mean? I never really was told, I never was like, mom, will you buy this, me these $200 shoes and period. I was never, I never asked my dad for a pair, three pairs of Lululemon leggings and ah, you know, obviously if I asked either of them for that, they'd be like, um, girl, do you think that $500 grows on trees? But I'm a smart girl. I know $500 isn't grow on trees and I know they got bigger, better things to be spending it on. So yes, did I know it was stupid to be spending money on? But at the same time, I was like, I don't know, it's my money. So let's say I did want a pair of shoes or Lululemon leggings, which I know are not a need. You know what I mean? I would always be like, hey, I'll pay you back in cash. And they're like, okay, like if this is what you want to spend your money on, you know, like do it. And so this is when I got my own money, I was like sick. So now I don't even need to worry about it going through my parents, (laughs) you know? So it was a lot of freedom at once and I was young and then you're I think this is a natural progression but then you know moving on next thing next responsibility I'd say is like you need a car so for me so effing grateful I got my Nana's car so I didn't need to worry about saving up for a car (laughs) so that's one less thing that I was saving for so I'm like meh what do I need to save for? And so it's just like, I never had anything to save for, it felt like. And I don't know, it just, I don't know. And then so when it got to the time where I needed to deal with my car, right? Instead of saving money for a car, I could have saved money for car insurance while I didn't have anything to really spend money on, you know? Like, I, all those years that I didn't have any important stuff to spend stuff on besides, what, the Barnstable County Fair and back-to-school clothes, you know, it just, I just spent it on stupid stuff that I probably don't even have because I was, like, over-consuming. I was probably buying Forever 21 in, like, Shein and buying millions of things that didn't last me. And so... Again, like I wasn't saving for a car, and so I didn't think, since car insurance and gas is not necessarily payments, I didn't think this is something I have to save for. I just have to always work, 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 work. So like I always worked, and I worked, and I worked, and I worked, and I paid for things. Um, Eventually, like when I got my car, I paid for gas, I paid for car insurance, but again, I'm not saving. You know, I'm just like, all right gotta work gotta work and so I did and I was spending money on stupid shit and I'm spending money on car insurance and I'm spending money on gas so again you keep going in life and you keep going in life and then oh another big girl purchase okay the car thing is situated and now you have to deal with what's next like I don't I don't know there's like milestones I feel like but let's say college is next which there's probably little things in between right Oh, I don't know, cars breaking, whatever. Like, there's a lot of big girl stuff, but again, you're not, I'm not saving for this, you know? If it happens, I deal with it, you know? I work more. 
And so obviously it's like just becoming this cycle and cycle and cycle. And I'm just now it college is coming. And so now I've learned nothing about money. I've always kind of been in this loop of not saving, not saving, not saving, whatever. And now I'm going to college and I have to deal with loans. So me and my dad go to this loan meeting and I'm freaking the fuck out because I'm on my loans, like my name is on it and it's going to go towards my credit. And they're talking about all this stuff in front of me and I'm supposed to be like a contributor to the conversation and I also always want to know everything and it frustrates me when I don't. Obviously, I trust my dad. My dad is with me the entire way and I just break down. When we when we walked outside, I was so upset and obviously my dad was super frustrated with me because I was being a bitch, like a super bitch. But I was so frustrated that I don't know anything about money. Like, it was more than just the loans. It was like, fuck, I've spent four years just working and working and working. Not even, well, legally, four years just working my ass off all throughout high school. And I have no money to my name. And I'm going to college and we're talking a really expensive college, a lot of loans. And they're all in my name. And I don't know what's going on. Like, that's frustrating as fuck. And obviously, I have to learn how to take help. And I'm 18. I have to give myself grace. Like, I know that I can't know everything and do everything. But it just, sorry, it was frustrating for me. And so eventually, I said to myself, you know, I'm going through a lot right now in this college application process. And this is stressing me out, yes. But I also have to know that my dad obviously has my best interest at hand. He, I can trust him with anything. He is my rock. He's the man. I can trust him with this. And so when I'm ready, I'm going to deal with this. And it will come. I'll figure out how how loans work, what this is all about right now. I'm not going to worry about it. But that was like my first, I want to say, call to like, okay, come back to earth a little bit. (laughs) You need to probably start saving. You need to work on spending, whatever. And I always had friends that were really good with money, very, very good with money. And I kind of, we would give each other shit, right? It was always like, Kate, you're hella frugal, like whatever, just like buy a Starbucks drink once in a while. Like, come on, man, like live a little. And then Kate would be like, bitch, did you really, really need to buy two strawberry alsay refreshers this morning? And I'd be like, bitch, I don't care about money. Like, ah, whatever. And we'd give each other shit, and it's funny, and it's funny. But I totally, like, I look up to, like, Kate, Nevaeh. I have a lot of friends that are really wonderful with money, and they have a lot of money saved. And I've asked them to give me advice. And, you know whatever in the sense of saving money we've had many conversations about this in a serious setting and obviously I always knew that I needed to fix something but it just it didn't really come to me until recently and so moving on right we figured out the loans my dad figured out the loans and I'm at school now right And I have X amount of money saved in the beginning of the summer. And I'm like, hmm, seems like a good amount. We did good, you know. I saved some money for college, but in the summer, 
I'm going to put this out there, I'm working my ass off all the time. And if I had spent money more diligently during the summer, I would have saved a lot more money. And I would have been in a much better situation going into my first year of college. Right. Moving on, I come into college, have this amount of money, and I'm not worrying about money because I'm seeing I'm seeing good numbers. Good numbers for me, right? Never really never really been a saver, which we can gather from this podcast. And I'm not worrying about money at all. I'm not looking at what I'm spending. I'm just spending, 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 spending. And just to probably make you feel better about your spending, right? If you're in college, bitch, I was spending. And this is only February. I mean, this is only December to 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 March, right? Right. I started kind of, this came to my attention in March, but this April is the first month where I really started budgeting. I was spending $1,500 each and every month. Bro. I literally don't even know how I was sustaining that. Yes, I'm working while I'm at school. I am not making enough money to sustain that. It was out of hand like fully out of hand and I don't even know how it got to that point like I could not tell you how it got that out of hand but it did because like I was again like I don't feel I didn't feel like I had any responsibilities you know everyone tells you you're in college you're supposed to be broke whatever yeah it just live woo but that doesn't work for me because I don't have any balance in my spending. And so, again, everything I friggin' say comes back to balance. And obviously, this is what I'm finding. And, like, this is gonna, I'm gonna tell you how I'm working towards finding a financial balance. But, you know, that doesn't work for me. You can't be like, you're supposed to be broke right now. You're in college, whatever, whatever. Cause, like, no, this is how I've been living. Like, I have been living friggin' paycheck to paycheck, just like getting stuff done as it comes for four years. And as much as it's like, yay, let's be a kid and let's be stupid and let's just spend money. Like, no matter how old you are, if you have money, it's stressful, more stressful, which I've found, to not not care right in quotation marks about money because you do care right like you when you know you're being stupid and you know you're not respecting like your own goals and boundaries and things you want to do because I do have financial goals and boundaries and things I want to do and when I'm being stupid with money it's like a kind of form of disrespect to myself because I'm not holding myself accountable. You know, I'm being stupid with it. And I never really understood how it felt to be a little bit more grounded and in control of my finances because I never did that for myself. Because it's a really stressful thought to think that you need to sit down and look at that you're spending $1,500 a month, right? Because what the fuck? Like, that's not okay. 
And who on earth wants to come to terms with that? I would have loved to just live in friggin' ignorance and whatever, but where is that going to get me? That's going to make me broke. And I can be broke right now, right? It's so fun to be in college and you're supposed to be living and you're not really supposed to have a lot of money because your first priority is to be a student. Yes, yes, yes. I see it. I hear it. I get it. But at the end of the day, I'm entering adulthood. And if I'm entering adulthood and I'm not taking active steps to learn how to become a little bit more financially literate, let's say, I had to ask myself, like, where is that going to take me in the future? You know, I don't want to live my life, you know, having to worry about having to work my ass off for the rest of my life. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to have money saved. I want to invest money and I want to travel. I want to travel and shit. Like, I do have things, you know, like, yes, yes. You're supposed to be in college. You're supposed to be broke, whatever. I understand that. I know that I can't stress out about not being a millionaire right now. But at the same time, I would, I do get a little sad that because being a student is my first priority and when you're a student and you don't have enough time to really get a full-time job, I just told my dad this actually, but I do understand that it's a privilege that I do not have to have a full-time job right now and I can live the way I am. But genuinely, if I did have to have a full-time job, it would be near to impossible. Like, it would be very hard. And so I get it, right? But it does make me a little sad that I'm really not going to be traveling in the next four years I'm here because my family is not really a travel family. We've never really prioritized traveling because, dude, like, there's a lot of kids and obviously I've gone on trips. I'm super grateful, but there are certain families that like prioritize traveling over everything. That's just not a priority in my family. So, but to me, traveling is really important and it's something I've always wanted to do. And it was actually something that I really, really thought about before I went to college is like, I really want to travel. And my dad looked at me and he goes, you don't really have any money to do that, Kaylee. So you should probably go to college. And I said, you're probably right. And so if that's something that's important to me, then why am I not making the moves? Why, why am I not saving any money? Why am I not prioritizing that? It's like, it's some, I just watched a video that was like, you can go to class, you can go to work, but like that's on someone else's account, you know? You're showing respect to your teacher. You're showing respect to your boss when you go to work. But when you don't show up for yourself, (laughs) like, you need to show up for yourself and have some respect for yourself too, just as, if not more important. And so this is something where I was like, I need to show up for myself. And so I got freaked out and I pulled all of my money out of anything that I was invested in because I don't know how to invest and I freaked out because I didn't know how to deal with loans and I freaked out because I didn't know how to save and so like in on the outside everyone sees how I spend and sees 
what I do and is like, oh, Kaylee doesn't care about money. She's so carefree about money, blah, 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 blah. No, like it was a huge stressor and I was just completely out of control. And obviously recently I've been much better and done a lot of reflecting about like control in my life. I plan a lot and try to control everything. And some things are just not controllable. They're not in my hands. And I've done a lot of coming to terms with that, right? But (laughs) um, when there are things in your life that you can control and you can take action about, you got to do it. And so for me, I'm kind of trying to work through my over planning because it I think that it alleviates anxiety but what it really does for me is creates more anxiety because my planning is what creates my anxiety like I make these crazy plans for myself and these crazy plans are much more stressful than the tasks on it so coming to terms that this is not something in my life that that applies to, which is totally fine because I'm a complex being and not everything about me is going to be the same. I'm like, holy shit. Ooh, like, I really need to take control of this. You know, this is something in my hands and I have the autonomy to do this. It's not on anyone else. It's on me. Like, take some accountability, take some responsibility. And I'll say this from the rooftops and my parents are probably going to be like wow this is a great segment to listen to but I would be like I wish teachers taught me how to do finances I wish my parents taught me how to do finances I just feel so behind compared to my other friends or whatever but what they did teach me was to not be lazy and friggin take control of my life so I think that's the bigger bigger thing here is that you know I can't sit around and bitch and be like I wish my parents taught me more stuff about money I wish my parents took more control of my money like dude every parent is just trying to do their fucking best and I always put on this thing where I'm like Kaylee's fine Kaylee's fine you know what I mean like so how the hell were they supposed to know that they should take control of this. And if they tried to, I probably would have said no and gotten mad. So I can't say that I wish they could have done anything different. But what they did teach me is they instilled in me that if you want something done, go fucking do it, you know? And so I apply that every day and I'm proud of myself for that. I take a lot of pride in that, you know? I'm very driven and, you know disciplined and I do my shit and I take control of my life in any way that I can to make it better to make it to make my days count more that's always what I'm constantly thinking about so when it came to my finances I reflected on all the stuff that I just told you guys I looked at how I had never really saved money I reevaluated what's important to me and I said all right right now Let's try to get through the year. We are going to spend this amount of money. I cut it down to 530 was my goal. 
And we're talking, and I'm being very blunt with numbers right now, and I want you guys to know that this is very, like, you don't know much else, right? I gave you a number of 1,500 and a number of 500, right? These are, this is just how much I'm spending. And I want you to know you know nothing about else about my finances, but what I can tell you is that neither of these are sustainable with the amount of money that I have. But I'm not going to go cold turkey and tell myself I can't fucking spend anything because I've been spending $1,500 a month. So, you know, like, to 500 even though it's still a lot of money for what I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like, what I'm supposed to be doing is going to classes and, what, go out to dinner, coffee shops, whatever. Obviously, obviously, if I'm spending $1,500, it's possible, you know? I don't, I don't even know how, but it is. And so... I do have to budget in money. What I cut it down to is $500. And I think 1500 to 530 or whatever was a great first step. And again, I started budgeting this month of April. And my goal right now is to just get to the end of the school year, right? School year is coming to an end. And I knew that I needed to make a change as soon as possible, but I also know that I'm not coming in with enough money to, like, (laughs) make any insane, insane changes and start saving and investing and all that stuff yet, right? And so what life is all about is learning and, you know, trying to just get through the day. And I know that I'm in school right now. I have a lot of things to worry about. And so a good first step is to kind of just figure out my general finances. Like that was like my first step. So right now, the first thing that I did was I got this app called Mint and it basically separates all your spending. I'm actually like gonna open it right now on my iPad. And so it separates all your spending in a few different categories. And this has helped me a lot. Also, if you have an iPad, I do recommend getting on an iPad because it's just much, much better and more pretty looking on the iPad. But this has helped me so much. And I'm actually just obsessed with it. Obviously, the same sponsor, but you should definitely get it. It, oh my gosh, it's phenomenal. So basically, I used mint for the most part to kind of just go in and see what i was spending before to kind of bring myself back to earth a little bit and be like okay so this is how much we're spending to start i broke it down how much i was spending on each on average and i cut it down a lot and it was easy and i figured out beautifully and now i kind of just use it as like a reference you know make sure at the end of the month things are going well But it's very, very helpful in the beginning. And also, eventually I'll learn how to use this a little bit better. But I've linked it with both my cards. And eventually, I'm going to link it to my investing. And it tells me, you know, I can track my investing on that too, which is phenomenal. And so I went in and I kind of dealt with my finances through Mint. And I was like, this is what I'm going to spend a month, blah, 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 blah. This is how much I'm getting in a month, blah, 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 blah. And from there, then I made my budget 
in which it ended up being $530 a month was the goal. And so then I was like, something that's also been very important to me has been getting a credit card. I am 18 now. I can get a credit card. Let's get moving on the student discover card. And so moving into April, I started budgeting and I also started doing the discover card. And what I've been doing with the discover card is I take one section out of my budget. So I chose to do transportation and I did transportation because right now I know that transportation is was not something that I could change necessarily. Obviously, I can take the subway more instead of Metro North, and little changes add up, obviously. But on average, I was spending about $70 to $100 a month on transportation. And I, so I know that I that's going to be consistent, and it's something that I think would be good to put on the credit card because that's just... It's just an easy, consistent thing. Obviously, I'm not spending more than half my budget. You know, that's easy to get delegate in the beginning and get acclimated to it a little bit. So any transportation goes on the credit card, and it's been working great. I'm building my credit. I'm learning um, when to pay my credit card. I'm learning things, you know, and so... These were super big, important steps for me, even though they seem little and insignificant. In the grand scheme of things, like, this is me learning that I don't need to spend as much money as I was on clothes a month, you know what I mean? And I can I can say, okay, so, right, it's April. And so clothes does have to be a part of my budget. Sorry, I love clothes, I love fashion, and I'm going to spend money on clothes, even if I tell myself I'm not going to. So realistically, I said I'm going to set a budget for $150 in clothes a month. If I obviously love thrifting, right? But it's summer's coming up and I know that I'm going to need bathing suits, right? So at the beginning of the month, I said, okay, let's maybe not go into vintage stores this month, really. And so instead, I went into just this big thrift store. I got tons and tons and tons and tons of good stuff and... It was awesome. You know, I got a bunch of good stuff, 60 bucks, and that was 60 bucks out of my clothes budget. And I know that at the end of this month, I have a little bit of money left to spend on clothes. And I'm going to take that to spend on either, I don't know, I just need a few things for the summer. Not that this is important to the conversation, but I know that these are this is stuff I can't thrift. Like I need a few new shirts, and I need a few new bathing suits, right? So I need that. So I learned that I'm not going to go to a vintage store and pick out a really unique top for $50. I'm going to save this money, and I'm going to search for some good deals, and I'm going to buy that before the end of the month with whatever I can. And so it worked out well. This is my first month of trial and error. I did realize that I spend much more money on going out to eat than I thought I did. (laughs) So there's that. And I'm definitely going to need to readjust next month and (laughs) figure it out a little bit better. But that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? And I will figure it out. It's all trial and error. And I don't know. This is my experience. And I don't know. I just am, I'm figuring it out. It's what life's all about. And this is what I'm, I'm learning to do. And so with the end of the month approaching, I'm obviously going to need to reevaluate and look at 
logistically how much I spent because I do know that I spent more than my budget. But I'm not freaking out right now because at the end of the month, I will reevaluate and I will still be making smart, smarter decisions than I was before. And moving forward, like, this is all good steps. Even if I did spend a little bit more than my budget, I'm not going to freak out about it because now I'm aware of it. I'm conscious of it and I'm working towards figuring figuring it all out, you know? And all I do know is that I definitely did not spend 100 or $1,500, you know? And that's fucking awesome. You know, I took control of it and I built my credit this month and... I also would like to give myself a pat on the back because I learned a lot about financial aid too. I had to deal with a lot of financial aid stuff this month. My dad obviously helped me through it, but I sat on the phone with financial aid and I said, obviously my dad has been trying to help. You've talked to him too, right? But I do want to call and I want to understand this for myself because at the end of the day, this is something that I need to learn about. I need to learn about loans, I need to learn about financial aid, I need to learn about investing, and all of this stuff is what's coming next, you know what I mean? And so I had to learn about financial aid that week because it got thrown at me and I was thrown for a loop, you know what I mean? But right now my focus is just taking control of my finances and trying to figure out my own finances before I get into, let's say, My next goals of one, creating a Roth IRA, two, putting more money into investing, long-term investing, putting 20 bucks aside each month or whatever. And right, so these are all things that are coming. Learning about loans, learning about whatever, right? All of these things I have written down, they're goals of mine, and I'm very eager to get moving on them but i know that right now is not the time to kind of load that onto myself but it was vital vital it was the time it needed to be the time i didn't have any option (laughs) for it to be the time or not to reevaluate my finances before the end of the year because if i had not done that i would not be afloat right now And so, yeah, I'm super proud of myself that I took control of it and, you know, I downloaded Mint, I figured out what I'm spending and I cut it down and I got a credit card and now it's April 24th and I'm excited to reevaluate what I've spent this month because, I mean, I do know that it's much less than what I spent last month and that's all that matters. Literally... All that matters to me right now is figuring out my own finances because this is what I can balance with school. And so this is important to me and it's a way for me to take one step towards the larger goal of being financially literate, right? That's the end goal. And obviously, you know, I can't do that in one day. I'm only a person and I'm not going to tell myself, you have to do it on this time schedule. No. But what I can do is say, all right, what can we implement right now to make positive changes and become this version of you that does not have to live their entire lives worrying about this? Because that's what I'm setting myself up for. If I live and I tolerate this mindset, 
I can just spend what I have and I don't need to save money because I don't have anything to save for right now. Like, no, that's not, that's not, I don't want to live like that. I want to be able to have the tools and have the knowledge to know, okay, these are my goals and I need to save for a trip because I want to go on a fucking trip. Like I want to have the money to go on a fucking trip, you know, if I want to. But like, I don't have the tools right now for that because I don't have the knowledge on that. But I know that this first step is going to get me there. And that's all I'm focusing on right now. I'm doing my best. I'm doing school. And I know that taking control of my finances is something I can balance. So that's my first step. And I am so proud of myself for even freaking getting here. And this has been a very long-winded podcast about finances and stuff. But I just thought that I would kind of tell you like how I work and my story with finances because it's important to me. It is important to me because for a long time I told myself it wasn't important to me when it was and it was a big stressor on my shoulders and I feel like if I had someone to give me a wake-up call like this and be able to listen to someone who has no clue what they're doing but is just kind of doing the best with what life is throwing them and the experiences that they've had and this is how I've learned from them and this is where I am now and I'm 18 years old and I'm just taking control and understanding finances and I've had a job for oh no I'm 19 I'm 19 years old holy shit I've had a job for six years now and I'm just figuring that out so I don't know I figured it's a good little story to tell and it'll help you get to know me a little bit better because, I don't know, I feel like I'm coming to terms with the fact that Kaylee is not always perfect and everyone else should also know that too. I have basically had zero money to my name my entire life. So now you know that about me. We're just one step closer to each other. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, I think that I also just, I want to end this podcast on this note that I am moons grateful for the life that I've been given. The fact that I can sit here and I can say I have never had to bear a responsibility for money in my entire freaking life. How privileged is that? Like, I just want to take this time to express some freaking gratitude for my parents. I've always freaking had a roof over my head and food on the table and like every family has their financial ups and downs but at the end of the day like the life that I was given is moons more privileged than freaking billions of other people in the entire world so I just wanted to take some time to obviously obviously this podcast was like exciting for me to talk about because I'm taking control of my finances but the fact that I'm 19 years old and I've been able to go through life kind of nonchalantly about money is an extremely privileged thing. And like, wow. I just want to say like thank you to my parents for always freaking putting a roof over my head and having heat on in the winter and having AC in the summer and like having a phone. And I can't even like sit here and express how much gratitude I have for the life that I have and how privileged I am to be having this conversation right now. But yeah, 
I just want to take some time to say that. And I also wanted to say that a big part of spending for me and finances and something my parents have instilled in me, which is so still close to my heart and stuff, is that, you know, when you have some, when you have something to give, give it. And my mom told me to share this story because it was important to her and she really liked hearing it is that like I got off the subway the other day and I got super super down bad because I I don't know being on the subway is freaking sad like sometimes and I don't know on the D train when I'm going to the Bronx like it's just really sad there's a lot of lot of lot a lot of homeless people and my dad I tell it's so it we we got swindled by hella homeless people the first time we came to New York and it's because, like, on, on Cape Cod, like, you don't see a lot of homeless people. And whenever my dad saw some homeless people, he always gave them food, money, whatever he had. He's always done that. And he's always done that in front of me and showed me that how important that is. And in the same sense that if I ever need anything, my mom and my dad, like, I don't know, we never, we were, we were never, like, rich, right? Like, I guess rich is subjective, but whenever they had money you know even though i knew we weren't super rich and we had different places to allocate our money they would take me out to dinner they would do anything for me because they also showed me like do the things for the people you love and essentially the moral of the story is if you have it if you have something to give give it and so when i moved to new york the first time again i'll say me and my dad got swindled like as fuck by these homeless people because i don't know they be manipulative sometimes and me and my dad didn't get that and we just gave a lot of money to homeless people and I was like how am I gonna live here and I had to do a lot of thinking and for a while I was spending money outrageously and consuming a lot of stuff and shit I didn't need and so like it came to a point where when I also was budgeting I was like holy shit like I'm privileged as fuck to be spending money on shit like this and it like kind of upset me in a way because like I don't know like something that's so important to me is spending like is giving giving and and what the fuck am I giving I'm not giving anything you know I'm not giving cash to homeless people anymore because what I have to spend 400 fucking dollars on clothes a month that's ridiculous Kaylee and and not only that like yeah like I can pride myself on thrifting and you know vintage shopping or whatever the fuck but that's not sustainable to just spend and spend like why do you need all this stuff kayla you don't you have so much stuff i you i'm sitting here with a computer and a a phone and an ipad and microphone and fucking coach wallet and airpods and beats like i'm sitting here who the fuck am i to like not give anything So I'm sitting on the subway and I don't have any cash on me. I don't have any water on me. I don't have any bars on me. And I'm sitting here and in my thoughts I'm going, I don't have anything to give. The fuck you don't have anything to give, Kaylee? The fuck you don't have anything to give? Like, look how privileged you are. What's sitting in your bag? An iPad and a computer and AirPods and ugh. And I have the audacity to say I don't have anything to give no dude and so that was a huge deal for me because 
I got off that subway and obviously I clearly did a lot of thinking because I came to this conclusion and I was like, I need to keep bars in my bag. You know, I might not be able to give hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, whatever, as much as I wish I could. I can give something. I can give something. So I'm going to keep, start keeping bars in my bag to, for starters because I can give something. I can. I can. I might not have a lot of money, but I have something to give. So I, <laughs> I got off the subway and I was very upset at myself. Um, and so I, I got off and I'm on Fordham Road. <laughs> Tons of homeless people there. And I pass a little all cart and I'm like in the middle of the road and I, I'm just like, blah. okay, I'm going to buy um, food for this homeless guy. And so I'm like, hey, what do you want from this car? He tells me what he wants, and I'm getting it for him. And then this other homeless guy comes up to me, and he's like, will you buy me food? I'm like, yeah, sure, sit down, what do you want? (laughs) And so like, so I'm buying this food, and I'm coming to the conclusion, like, let's start keeping bars in your bag, Kaylee. Like, this is going to be something you can do. It's going to be good. And um, it's just so funny to me that, like, I just – I came to that conclusion. Obviously, very hard on myself. I know that a lot of people don't see things the way that I do, but I got I got really upset with myself for thinking the way I did that day because I was I'm just so privileged to live the life that I do, and I'm I I mean all I I I can't be mad at myself. You can't be mad at yourself for the life that you were given, but all you can do is fucking do what you can with the privilege that you have, you know? And so I'm sitting here and I'm saying, how fucking privileged am I to be like at 19 years old, just worrying about money now, really? I mean, like, obviously life isn't perfect and that's not necessarily true when you get to the core of it, right? But at the end of the day, fucking, I have so much to be grateful for. And I do have something to give. I do have something to give. And even if it's not necessarily, let's say I don't have any fucking bars. I can give them, I don't know, words of encouragement. Like, I don't know, like give what, give whatever you can. Maybe I don't have a cent to my name, but I can give them a note, you know, I can give them a note of encouragement or I can give them a note of a phone number of resources that, you know, I can do something. And so I also just want to give that message to you while we're talking about money because I think it's a really important message to have. And yeah. Anyway, um, on that note, kind of just reflecting on the conversation that we just had about money and budgeting and stuff. Budgeting has been something very important to me. It's been a way for me to kind of reflect and kind of remind myself that I'm not perfect and I have things that I need to work on and this is one of them and so I'm learning I'm doing my best budgeting and I hope that you guys get mint if you want to kind of learn how to utilize that for budgeting or whatever if I gave you some inspo of I don't know new budgeting things to learn about if this is something important to you too, but yeah, I kind of just, I, I don't know. It was very important to me to kind of have that conversation, but yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, week, whatever. Um, And yeah, have some gratitude for the stuff you have today. And I hope that this served as a reminder that even if you don't think you have anything to give, this is your reminder that you do. Sometimes you might need to get creative. It doesn't need to be money, you know? Do something. Give back in any possible way that you can. And if you, if that means volunteering, volunteer. If that means keeping Nutrigrain bars in your bag when you go to the city, do that too. You know, there's ways to use your privilege. And I feel like a lot of times people who are uncomfortable with recognizing their privilege will be like, well, I'm not going to be mad that I grew up with privilege and someone else did it. It's not my fault that I have privilege, blah, 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 blah. And people get super fucking defensive when you talk about privilege. And it's like, no one's attacking you for having privilege, right? And like, I should not feel like shit for having privilege and neither should you, right? But the reason that like you get so defensive and you feel like shit is because like you're not doing your part to help people who are less fortunate than you. There are discrepancies in life. In the, so in the system. So as humans, let's just like be there and help each other out. And so I felt like this was just necessary, necessary to add in and just say, you know, while we're talking about money, I feel like this is an important part for me to add in because a huge part of reevaluating my finances has been kind of this part of me that feels like I haven't been doing my part for society. A little bit and doing enough for the less fortunate because it's so prevalent around me and so I don't know I just wanted to tie this in because it's it was a part of my little freak out breakdown thing <laughs> um and yeah so I don't know thought I'd share this little segment about my my new budgeting era everyone give me claps this is a very exciting moment for me and um <laughs> I don't know. I hope I inspired someone to save some money, go on a trip, maybe start investing. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know where this is going to take me, but I know it's in the right direction. So I'm going to constantly learn, keep learning, and keep trying to figure out what the fuck finances mean. So thanks for listening. I know this was super long and wordy, and I wish sometimes like I get I'm just like, oh, I could have, I could redo this and I'm sure it would be better and it would be less chatty and it would get all this stuff across in less time. But I think it's wonderful that I'm going to post this and I'm going to be okay with the fact that it does not need to be perfect. And I got my point across and I did it, you know, move forward, moving on. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, even though this is a very long one and I hope you have a wonderful week. I feel like I already said this because I thought I was going to end it a very long time ago, but I didn't. So you're welcome if you got two goodbyes. All right. Anyway, bye guys.